Welcome to this week's episode of Die Gestalten Podcast. My name is Martin Groschwald, and our guest this week really doesn't need any kind of explanation. You will all know his work, such as the BMW i3, BMW i8, Renault Spider, and many, many other things that he has done in his career. And I'm, of course, talking about Benoit Jacob. I'm very, very proud that we got him to do a podcast with us. He usually doesn't really do a lot of media work, so I'm very happy that we can share this conversation with you. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of you will really to what he has to say and also can learn from a lot of things that he had to say. So without further ado, uh, let's get going. Benoit Jacob on the Gestalten Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the podcast, Benoit. Nice to have you. Thank you very much for joining. And um, I think this is the first ever podcast you've done, right? Uh, you've done interviews, of, of course, before, but... A podcast is something... Yeah, I'm normally yeah. doing car design, but not podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate the time. And we obviously want to talk a little bit with you about um, just your kind of background, obviously, how you've become a car designer and, uh, and you know, just talk design in general a little bit. So I think a lot of people know you from your past. Of course, you worked at BMW. You've, uh, you know, you've been absolutely essential in the, uh, in the development of a company such as Byton. But... We want to talk about about you a little bit more. So if I would ask you a question such as, what is good design in general, not just in cars, what is your feeling about that? What is what is good design for you personally? Oh, gosh, uh, what a question. Um, there are so many, uh, let's say, touch points or facets that it's, at the first glance, you know, like, could be uh, leading to a very mundane uh, and, uh, answer. Uh, let's say what stands for me like as good design. Um, yeah, of course, you know, like looking good, all these kind of things, but that doesn't mean or doesn't really help. Uh, probably the first thing that bangs to my mind is probably uh, courage. Um, that's probably what I would describe to be good design. Uh, because after all, you know, it's about innovation. Uh, designers are typically people who question uh, the status quo and see if there's a better way to get things done. And, and that definitely involves courage. Uh, so that means uh, don't satisfy yourself of, let's say, the good old business recipe, but instead just question of things are done and eventually lead uh, into something which is, of course, meaningful to people huh? because, after all, we are not designing uh, things, uh, in my case, cars for designers. Huh? There's too little to basically cover the market, but simply uh, to customers. Huh? So, of course, it must make sense to the customer. It, it has to, of course, anticipate uh, like on what the customer may need or will uh, want to uh, have uh, at some point in the future. And uh, as I mentioned before, uh, uh, you have to sometimes uh, go out of the comfort zone uh, and basically challenge the status quo, uh, and this with a bit of courage. Yeah. Now you're obviously specific to cars in that sense, but I know that you you like other things as well. So when you when you take the idea of inspiration. What inspires you? Where do you take ideas from for projects that you have worked on? Because there's such a wide, you know, big variety of stuff that you have done. Where, where does inspiration come from? You is it day life? Is it other people that you work with, or how how do you grab that? That's uh, that's a question I typically hate. I must say, <laughs> you know, like uh, in every media interviews and stuff like that, uh, this kind of question will pop up at some point. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, like, I don't really know what to answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not the kind of person that says, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I went to the last exhibition or did you saw this uh, ha did kind of building and that I will feel inspired about that. Not really. Uh, I'm pretty bad at that. Uh, I'm even sometimes, you know, like typically like in car design, a lot of projects starting with mood boards and inspiration and this kind of thing. And you always see like great pictures of beautiful design objects, uh, uh, trying to abstract uh, a little bit, you know, like the briefing. 
uh, into product design, architecture, fashion, whatever it is, always looks amazing. Uh, but sometimes you see, you know, like probably after a couple of months, what came out of this inspiration is just a normal car. So I'm a little bit doubtful yeah. sometimes about, you know, like all these kind of inspirations, so to say. If I were to be inspired, uh, that's the second part of your question about, okay, what kind of things I like or, or things like that. I mean, I'm not quite sure that it do doesn't really reflect uh, into some sort of inspiration. But of course, uh, I have a lot of other interests uh, in life. Of course, you know, like some who probably know me know that I'm a total petrolhead and uh, also freak with anything that flies and floats and, mm -hmm. and these kind of things. I love Moon Race. I love Apollo program. I love this kind of... I love planes, you know, like this kind of thing. So you could say, okay, probably that could be an inspiration, but I think it's not enough. Um, actually, what I would say is like, I'm not really specifically looking, for example, you know, like when you start a project, you probably have to do, of course, a bit of a strategic foundation, do mm -hmm. a bit of research, benchmark, these kind of things. But that also starts with just a simple sketch. Uh, Sometimes I'm, I'm the kind of guy that's kind of thinks, you know, like the first coffee is the better one or the first beer, say in yeah, Germany yeah. No, in Bavaria. Um, and, 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 and I like in a way like the, the a very spontaneous approach you know like okay comes an idea or kind of project briefing whatever it is and then you you, you basically can get inspired uh, like from these very first uh, sketch or ideas that you will simply put on on paper uh, what i've been learning over the time is also and that's probably when i feel the most inspired is uh into a project you will see a lot of drawings or maybe models and you probably didn't really saw that happening and that comes from the team and and then there's like a really good idea you know, like something that wow never saw before uh, really cool and and this is typically inspiring me you know like if i uh, i it happened to me quite often you know like to to basically bump on things that i see from the team uh, and I say, ah, yeah, that's actually cool. You know, like never really thought about that. Huh? And and that's pretty much in the design process where inspiration would start. Huh? So it's very practical. Huh? It's not very abstract and stuff like that. I just see a way to design a car or an area of this very car in in a different manner, never saw before. Uh, courageous mm -hmm. uh, again. Uh, but still meaningful, making sense. Huh? Like because it's not only about doing crazy things, huh? but it has to make some sense. Uh, and that could lead, let's say, as an inspiration. And I would start working from that and, and, and conduct, let's say, a dialogue uh, with the, the people uh, in charge with the, the creation and say, okay, and what if we do that? And what if we do that? And then uh, probably I'll be going home or back in my office and start to uh, reflect on to what I saw. Uh, and then, in a way, uh, showing uh, how strong is teamwork or, uh, or can be you know, like in the design process. How important is the collaboration with other departments on that one? Because, you know, we have designers and of course they're very creative. They love sketching and all these things, but to bring a product to life in the end, you need to work with other departments. So it's not just that, you know, designers have a nice sketch and then it's going to be built into a car, for example. How, how did you manage to bring ideas to life in collaboration with uh, with other departments, engineering, marketing, all those kind of things that are oftentimes considered to be a, a blocking point for design? Mm. I would say I may be a little bit critical, uh, but okay, we as car designers are typically, I would say, uh, I mean, great job, no? like um, super smart minds. Uh, but also a big ego. Uh, and sometimes, yeah, that's typically car designer, huge ego, or most of them probably I do have, I don't know. Uh, and that leads in the belief that people may think it's a one-man show. Uh, car design or car business is a one-man show. Uh, it's not. Uh, I've been long enough in the car industry to, to, to know, like, uh, and that's what I like about it, actually, after now around 25 years or so, 
I think it's before any business or stuff like that, which is, of course, the final purpose. Uh, it is also a sort of human adventure. Uh, you get to meet over your, your career and uh, the, the, the process, uh, the processes and stuff like that. A lot of people that you're going to have to work with uh, and, uh, and, and find your way uh, into that. Uh, because it's 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 a very complex business. It involves so many smart minds, uh, so much knowledge. Uh, the car being probably the most refined product that you can find on earth, uh, probably even more than a plane in a way, uh, because it's super refined. It's given to everyone. Everyone can drive a car without any special training or basic training, say. So it's extremely refined product. And that doesn't happen only, you know, like just by designers. We, of course, play an important role uh, into the the, the the whole value chain. But on the other hand, you'll have to deal with, uh, at the beginning, you get to learn. Huh? When I started at Renault, I said, okay, design, what is this? Uh, okay, nice sketch. Huh? Oh, by the way, there's an engineer. Okay, good. Okay, let's talk with this guy. And, and over the time, you probably uh, get in to all the touch points, marketing, and, and which are essentially the, the functions that you essentially deal with, huh? like uh, one side, more, let's say, the, 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 the artifacts huh? um, uh, with engineering, and, and, and uh, of course, like a little bit more soft uh, topics, you know, such as like, let's say, branding and marketing, all these kind of things. Uh, and you have to basically learn to get into this dialogue. Huh? And, and I must say that I've been, and I I'm still have, very much looking forward for this dialogue, this collaboration with engineering. That means over the time, you have to train yourself into things that you were probably not used to. Huh? Like uh, as a designer, you're never born as an engineer, mm. neither a marketing guru, huh? so to say. Uh, but you have to learn you know, like uh, and understand uh, uh, what are also uh, the challenges uh, on the other side. Huh? Uh, I know like in, in car design, uh, I saw too often this typical design fight, huh? like uh, engineers are stupid. They're not able to bring in reality my beautiful sketch. Uh, how idiots are they? Uh, and, 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 and that basically takes you nowhere. Uh, like, uh, of course, uh, again, you know, like designing a car is a matter of compromise. There will be always compromises. And uh, you have to, to, and that's my personal way. The way I always deal with things is like before I claim what I want, is like try to understand what's basically my sparing partner as an engineer or marketing guy. What is his exactly his problem? So you have to have a little bit of empathy. And understand, you know, like, what is the issue that the guy actually faces? And then maybe in return, he will understand what is my issue. Uh, and that's where you start uh, from. And, and, uh, and uh, I'm also, and probably some may say, no, that's not true. That's totally wrong. But I believe, like, along the process uh, into the dialogue, uh, with engineering, if it's properly conducted, uh, uh, it helps also to mature and refine a design. Uh, uh, it's not only, of course, you know, like there's a lot of things that we need to integrate in a vehicle today. You have Pet Pro, you have all these kind of things. Yeah, I mean, as a matter of fact, that's reality. Yeah, and you have to, 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 to be able to, to make your way uh, around this uh, thing. So uh, I'm typically a person that really looks uh, for the dialogue with other faculties, and that's the fun bit of the work. Well, that's really the fun bit. I mean, I love. I mean, I'm not a trained engineer, uh, but I turn over the years to be also a sort of hobby engineer uh, or constructor. I love sections. Uh, I love to uh, see how things are built, and I like to also. Uh, describe how they could be built, you know? like so. Not only providing a sketch, but uh, having a deep understanding of how do you build things. Mm -hmm. Because I believe, like, if you want to basic, if you want to 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 bring uh, a higher level of design quality or creativity, you have to master the uh, the, the, the engineering yeah. in this case. You have to understand what it's all about and basically guide also your 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 process partner uh, into that. Uh, um, if you're not mastering engineering or if you don't have any idea about also product planning, positioning, what is a business case, all these things that you learn over your career, 
uh, growing in some cases as a manager. Uh, these are all things which, in a way, we were talking about inspiration. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that it will inspire, but at least definitely influence, you know, like the way you're doing things. So if you, let's put this, put yourself into the position, you hire a, a young designer, great creative qualities, sketch grade, what, all these kind of things. What would you give, what would you, what kind of advice would you give them to exactly what you just mentioned to get there? What, what do you need to do? Is it just, you know, do it yourself. So take your luck in your own hands. Do you need the right people around you as well? Do you need to write, you know, answer the right question? Because there is still this world of, you know, the, the, the artist as the designer in that sense. And, you know, the great sketch that comes out all the time, but that's not really the reality. So how can you learn to work much more in this reality and not be lost in just a sketch all the time? I would say you first have to really be open. If you basically stay, I mean, of course, today you will find a lot of, and probably too many, I would say, like students, you know, like excellent guys on Photoshop. I mean, I probably would not have a job today if I would send a portfolio. No one would hire me uh, if I compare with what, you know, like students from uh, big design schools are coming up with. Um, uh, very good technicians, uh, Photoshop masters, uh, all these kind of things. Uh, so... Good to get there. Huh? You basically can qualify on the grid, uh, but that doesn't mean that you're going to finish the race. Uh, neither probably, yeah, uh, finish at the, uh, the top, which is then in this case even harder. And I think what's going to get the, uh, you there is exactly all these kind of things. Huh? Like I would say, you have to right from the beginning have a good understanding of what are the other faculties involved in car design. Huh? Uh, what are their needs? What are their challenges? What are their problems? Uh, what are their business practice? Uh, all these kind of things. You have to be very open to that. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, and, 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 and you have, on the basis of these various input, be able to do, based on your beliefs and dreams and all these kind of things, be able to also conduct a sort of synthesis. Uh, so uh, I would say really like this openness uh, but on the other hand still stay true to your beliefs and, and, and things like that uh, it goes both ways uh, like you have to have beliefs yeah. uh, convictions um, not satisfy yourself of let's say average things but on the other hand you have to also like have like this understanding of uh, what is really car business and 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 I mean, I remember as a young designer, I had simply no idea. I was not even a trained designer. Mm -hmm. I started as a self-trainee, so to say. So that's probably also uh, an ability to keep learning uh, the whole time. I keep learning still after 25 years in the business. I can't really say that I know everything about car design and never I will. But uh, at least along the way, again, I mean, it's it, it's a real privilege, you know, like to 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 be involved with super smart minds in all possible faculties, and learn out of that, huh? and then then do something out of this. Huh? So, uh, yeah, I would sum it up. Yeah, yeah, be open and do not believe it's a one man show. It's not. Did you have a time where? you then realized that, that, let's say this, my spending most of my time creatively um, is over now and I have to lead people, I have to make decisions, I have to be involved with these other decision makers much more now. So moving into management, what when was this kind of point is where you realized and, you know, I, I need to hand over the pen oftentimes to other people and make decisions? And was that difficult? Oh, yes, uh, definitely. I mean, The thing is, like, it depends from a designer to another. Uh, mm. Some may say I still prefer to be a designer and not bother with whatever processes and, and you know, political issues and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, I'm so much better on my computer and desk, and that's all good. Uh, and uh, I'm actually kind of jealous sometimes huh? when I see a designer, lucky you, you just have to do <laughs> sketches and a clay model time to time. What an amazing job and you get paid for that. Wow. <laughs> um, there are some other people and I'm 
tend to be like part of this group, uh, like who have also like a willingness to say, okay, if I really bring bring my ideas, uh, you have to get into some uh, steps in your career, which will involve uh, a little bit more uh, management. Um, and uh, and probably have like an even stronger impact uh, like on the course of things or the big shame of things. Um, and then that goes uh, through management. I mean, the thing is like as designer, we are never really born as manager. Uh, yeah. We're actually pretty bad at that, I must say, uh, like because we are creative people uh, like and creative people and management. Hmm. Uh, at the very beginning, uh, may sound a little bit challenging, and that was my case. No? Like I'm essentially born, uh, so to say, as an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, let's put it, it's it's a very <laughs> yeah, easy comparison, but. Uh, and over the time you say, hmm, okay, I need to act there, 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 there. And you probably have to grow as a manager. It's not given to everyone. Yeah. I think some can do that. Some other can't. Uh, I would say you have like also different profiles. Now you may have like some people who were like more already like with engineering background and pretty, you know, like straightforward square kind of guys. And they eventually turn to say, oh, the car design is cool. And, uh, I'm going to do that and rapidly go into management. Uh, they may not be the most creative people, huh, but they definitely have a role. I must say it's probably more challenging for people who at the beginning are truly, let's say, creative minds, artists, and who have to grow uh, into management. I would say I've been learning the hard way. No? Like It's not something that you learn in a book or this kind of thing. Actually, it never happened to me to ever open a management book or anything like yeah. that. I just refused it. <laughs> uh, I just did it my way. Uh, and and you do mistakes, you do try and error, but over the time, you also find your way. Uh, and and uh, But I was already for many, many years ago, I think I probably had my first uh, management duty in, in car design probably around 20 years ago or something like that. Uh, but I would say, you know, like you, you're basically thrown into that, you know, with not really any basics and, mm. and, and proper training. You do, of course, a lot of mistakes. Uh, but again, over the time, if you open and also are able to conduct uh, let's say self-evaluation uh, about yourself uh, because managing is also learning a lot about yourself mm-hmm. uh, or dealing with people and stuff like that uh, th- then you, you you eventually turn to 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 to, to, to progress and turn to, I wouldn't say management. I tend to prefer leadership mm-hmm. uh, in terms of design because managing is organizing things and you have to definitely be uh, well organized or at least be able to get people uh, or, or, or manage people who are going to help you yeah. uh, into these kind of tasks. Doesn't mean that you have to be uh, doing everything, but you have to be at some point able to do also yourself, uh, your process uh, slides or whatever reports and auditing or this kind of thing. And I must say, like some people sometimes ask me, oh, come on, Benoit, you're not any longer sketching. We know you as like a great sketch guy and stuff like that. Isn't it boring for you, guy? Uh, and I'm saying no, actually, it's a very creative task as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, and, and I, I also l- like uh, process, procedures, this kind of thing. Um, even again, at the beginning, that was not really my cup of tea. Uh, let's put it this way. But I, I found over the time that uh, more discipline and organization in the way you manage things is simply more room for ideas. Mm -hmm. That's very simple. The outcome is not just because I just like also these kind of process topics and stuff like that. It just means, you know, like if you don't have to reinvent processes or way to do things all over again, every time you start a new project, you simply have a lot more, uh, a lot more room for ideas. And that's what I'm looking for. So that's, uh, uh, that's the thing. I mean, and of course, very long answer, but uh, one more thing. Uh, and, and you probably mentioned that in your question. Uh, 
probably the hardest thing I had to 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 learn, uh, especially we when you are like a creative guy and still hold the pen. I can still hold the pen and pretty much survive a design competition, even at 50 years old plus, uh, this kind of thing. I believe I can still do that. Uh, but you have to be also able to give away mm -hmm. uh, and not hold the pen uh, and take the necessary distance, uh, like to at some point and over uh, the creative freedom to your team uh, and not uh, basically mm, wait a minute uh, no i will do it myself and then please uh, just make it nicer uh, like and 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 when it turns to that that's pretty bad yeah uh, that that turns to be really bad because like you will frustrate your team uh, no one will anyway will want to work for you uh, that that can be a big problem uh, and i had to learn it myself as well huh? like when is the time to just you know like go away yeah. you know, like uh, I remember like in my recent time at Byton uh, the team wouldn't like to see uh, me in the studio you know, like uh, what are you doing here you know, like we have presentation uh, you know like we typically had the uh, weekly presentations and worked like fantastically well and of course you know everyone wants to make a surprise you know like no, come on you know like fuck off uh, go away uh, and, 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 and that, that's pretty cool and now I don't have to do that you know, like for, 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 for a lot of, for a long time uh, and typically like if ever I would have to hold the pen again or sketch normally that that means that there's a big problem yes that means a huge problem and probably a management problem mm -hmm. because like I would have to basically do the firefighting myself. I mean, I was not able to probably establish the right process, give the right briefing to the team, probably don't even listen to them. And uh, at the very end, everyone's not happy. And then I'm saying, okay, I do it myself. Please do that. And then when you, you basically get there, that means big, big problem. And I think the main responsibility is not your team, but yourself. Because you've mentioned Byton, obviously was starting something for you from absolutely scratch. You've worked at BMW, worked at Renault, you had some stint at, you know, in the Volkswagen group as well. Um, from an organizational perspective for you, um, how important is it to have a small team, a big team to work with an organization most effectively and get actually to the point of what you want to achieve based on the experience that you've had so far? Where, where did you have learnings where you may maybe say, in, okay, if I look into the, into the past, might change something here based on the learnings that I have right now? Because I can imagine massive company, smaller company, there's, you have to adjust your management quite a bit as well in, to, to, to get where, to the point where you want to be. I mean, you mentioned the companies. Huh? I've been very fortunate to work with uh, four companies, uh, which first were very much design driven. You know, like uh, if you look at Renault, where I started, uh, you mentioned Volkswagen Group, uh, BMW, were companies uh, that were led and still are uh, by top chief designers, uh, with, of course, very different ways and of doing things uh, and attitude and, and these kind of things but uh, of course you know like having these different experiences like help me to 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 first have a good idea of what it really means uh, to 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 manage and lead a, door, a design organization and as i said i've been doing that with uh, some of the most famous uh, guys uh, and you learn a lot i've been learning Uh, a lot uh, on their side um, and of course the, 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 you will anyway like do your way but uh, and I was let's say recently a couple of years ago confronted to basically start a design organization from scratch huh? so that means you know you get a new job Uh, it's not about uh, like very often, uh, okay, you get a nice position and then someone from HR will walk you into the studio, uh, tell you with uh, your new beautiful office, uh, say, ah, by the way, that's your new assistant and that's the parking space for your new company car. No, like, uh, yeah, okay, that's, you have already a little bit of basics. In my case, no, like uh, recently, like uh, or more recently, like in a startup, Uh, you basically start from nothing. Mm -hmm. you know, like you basically are left alone with a computer, and that's pretty much. Uh, and here you go, uh, and you start to 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 put things together. Uh, that's a 
personally very interesting learning. Uh, uh, that's probably where you learn the most uh, because nothing is established and you have to start from scratch. And I, I can say like all these experiences uh, over the years in different companies just helped me a lot because like at least, you know, like I had, if not a training uh, from academics, uh, a, a minimum of background to pretty much to quickly sort out, okay, where should I start with? Uh, uh, there, there's a funny story, actually. Uh, when I joined Byton a couple of years ago, uh, basically, like, lived, you know, like the whole comfort of a company like BMW and guidelines and corridors and all these kind of things, you know, like you basically thrown in cold water mm-hmm. and here you go. And I remember... Uh, after I was uh, again free of duty, I started to 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 just had a brief. Okay, we need a car. Okay, good. Uh, and I just was. I remember once in Hong Kong in an hotel. It was raining, and I was in my hotel room, and I started to freak out. I just said, <laughs> "Ben, what have you been doing here? Are you crazy? You know, like this kind of thing. You know, I, I really. I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that kind of panics. Huh? I'm pretty cool, laid back guy." But this is one moment I remember. I was like, really, what an idiot. What have you been doing? What are you doing here? And uh, okay, just a couple of hours. And, and actually, like the, 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 the first thing I've been doing uh, once back uh, home a couple of days after, I just, you know, like took maybe two, three days. And just on one slide, one PowerPoint slide, just put, you know, like all the into process, oh, okay, all the work streams, all the uh, the, the elements, huh? uh, okay, that has to be done, this, 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 uh, and just visualize that. And believe me, after, no more stress. <laughs> I was very clear. You know, like, all things have to happen, when, uh, and all this kind of thing. And then you start from there. Uh, and then after you, you of course have to put, you know, like an organization. Uh, based on my experience, it, 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 it I mean, it, it's not coming right from the beginning. No? Like you, I would say, uh, there's a first period where you basically like okay, start to deliver output, get some people on board, uh, different let's say faculties or functions, uh, and here you go. No? But you will quickly realize, mm, shit, you know, like that doesn't really quite work the way I was hoping to. Mm-hmm. Still a little bit of problem. I still that to. Uh, be quite involved and uh, working early and late, you know, like these kind of things. Uh, and then over the time, you, of course, refine. I, I kind of see like a, an organization or a team a little bit like an engine. I'm also a, a bit of a hobby uh, mechanics, huh, so to say. And, and of course, you have like a lot of different functions. Huh? You have like a you know, like plugs and pistons and things uh, like, and everything is super important, but just to gear that and tune it until the moment it really works, you know, like, and you leave the room and it just runs and runs and runs and runs. When you start to have this feeling and basically where people say, fuck off, we don't need you. You can start considering you did your job pretty good. And is that why, if we look a little bit in a bigger term, is that why, you know, a lot of these, let's call them traditional companies still have a certain kind of advantage because there is this machine that is running and you have to tune it. And you as the manager, even if you come into something bigger, you have to tune it so that it maybe runs better compared to like the startups where they have to build that engine first before they can really get going. I mean, you know, it, mm-hmm. especially when we look into Asia, there's all these companies that, that want to do things very quickly, but it's almost an from your experience, almost impossible to do something within two, three years because you need to build the engine before you can tune it and then fully go steam. Yeah, it goes pretty much in the same moment as you develop products and stuff like that. And that's an additional challenge because not only you have nothing to start from, not an architecture, nothing, not uh, uh, design strategy, nothing like that. And you, it's really like learn as you progress. But I think that's, I would definitely encourage people to get into that because like that's really where I personally think I learned the most over the last few years, probably more than you know, like all the years I had uh, in, 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 in AOMs. Uh, both are really cool. They're, they're like plus and cons uh, for each uh, of the solution. But 
yeah, you you start with um, yeah, pretty much nothing, and 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 um, there's there's actually something I wanted to add, but uh, lost my point. We'll probably <laughs> come later. Do you feel more like a artistic manager or a manager who is an artist right now? <laughs> well, I think I'm still an artistic manager. Uh, it's just I'm. St- still too tempted by the end result. Yeah. Uh, the end result, what the customer will buy, uh, is not how good the company was managed. Uh, the, co- the customer will buy, let's say, how cool is the car or the product. So that's, for me, still the bottom line. Uh, and uh, uh, and again, over the years, you know, like, uh, I think uh, I learned and developed, uh, I believe, as, as a good manager and, and a pretty good leader, uh, at least I hope. Uh, but... Uh, but still, you know, like the, the, the source is really, okay, uh, how good is the design? How innovative it is? Is it making sense? And, 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 uh, but of course you have to, to, to have this ability to, 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 to have like this left and right brain, mm-hmm. uh, like definitely. Um, but, uh, uh, let's say in, in design management, uh, and again, uh, What you have to achieve is like, you know, like other than inspiring people, which of course you have to do, uh, you have to protect, you have to create the environment uh, for creative people to really bring uh, the best of their ideas uh, and, and, and alone creating this environment. Uh, like is, is very rewarding mm-hmm. uh, and is in a way a very creative task. And, and, uh, let's say like, I think I'm probably a better leader than a manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's also a big difference, uh, because you have to also in a way like achieve things in such a way that people really want to work for you mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and with you. No, it's not for me, actually. It's yeah. just with, uh, like sometime. And, and unfortunately, I was never able to have like sometime a relation with my team, uh, say, okay, I'm the boss and you're going to do what I basically want to have done. But instead, like I, I still can engage discussion and I'm saying my teams and we have a discussion between designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so sometimes I could talk also with a, with an intern or like even a young designer. I don't care what is the level or something like that. We will have a dialogue between designers. We are designers uh, and regardless who, what's the level. And, and, and this dialogue is also very important. Uh, that's also the, 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 the source uh, like uh, of, let's say, uh, good ideas. Is this dialogue changing a little bit with the more digital side coming in now so we're talking about ux uh, we're talking about you know not just what what happens in the physical specimen of the car but also the digital side of it as well does that change your dialogue as well i mean you will probably have to learn as well to understand you know what's happening with these kind of new digital uh, impacts that we have in a car so how does this change the dialogue with your designers there's more people involved new people involved that we probably wouldn't have had like five ten years ago how has this change you and how you talk to these guys i think that's of course we live in a in a in an industry uh, or we work for an industry which needs to transform uh which is not yet limited only to let's say i say in german blechenisen no? just push a car out of the roll band uh, but instead work now like on more uh, let's say holistic ecosystems you know, like which of course have many more touch points than just having a car um, but of course you know like uh, bring some services uh, associated to that uh, or new functionalities of course digitalization all these kind of things and and that is definitely definitely uh, challenging for all of us mm-hmm. so uh, students designers, manager, it is not easy. And I'm not sure that we yet cracked, Mm -hmm. you know, like the whole thing, not yet. Uh, We're still searching uh, because, of course, uh, beyond, let's say, the the, the core competence of car design or design in general, which must remain, like how to execute things and craftsmanship and creativity, whatever it is. The thing is, 
it is much more complex because we have to go beyond the car uh, and then think uh, with probably uh, and bring also maybe not the design expertise into uh, let's say execution or stuff like that but instead about mindset and uh, design thinking uh Okay, what does it mean, you know, like in whatever mobility concept you will have to basically discuss, or we are today as car designers discussing more things than just how good is the bumper mm-hmm. uh, or the, the air vent or whatever. We are talking with some other faculties, uh, people, uh, of course, we talk about experience here now, like since years, we are not any tonky, uh, talking about how good is the design, but how good is the experience. Mm-hmm. Huh? And pack, let's say, uh, design as one of the pillar of, let's say, a general experience, which probably uh, starts, you know, when uh, the customer gets engaged over uh, social media or whatever marketing activities up to after sales and stuff like that. Huh? And we are, of course, asked uh, to have a contribution uh, or fill some gray holes uh, that probably are not yet uh, really clear in the companies. And and there are like some different paths uh, from companies to another, but it is not easy uh, because like uh, the question being, you know, like uh, how much is your core business, car design, bumper corners, yeah, let's yeah. put it this way. And how much do you have to basically stretch uh, into new territories, which are probably not your original competence, but which you will have anyway a role into uh, as uh, probably bringing uh, the mindset. And that has to do also with definitely more collaboration. Now, today, it's difficult to, to say, okay, the design is only limited to uh, the vehicle itself, but again, a global or holistic uh, experience, which will involve uh, a lot of other faculties beyond uh, car design. Uh, I was just talking about that. Uh, that, that will be the guys in UI UX. This will be marketing. Uh, that would be like services. And uh, and it happened to me to to, to think also, also when you want to question design uh, probably you have to also see or imagine how the the society Mm -hmm. would need to be reshaped because that has there's also some political uh, legal uh, implications into that like uh, we talk I mean there's a classical example Uh, we talk about mobility of the future and and, uh, okay with ADAS system you could Basically, like sleep or walk in a car. What does it mean also? Let's say in the in the walking organization, how people are walking. Uh, so it's not only the car, uh, but before you put a big screen or whatever in the car, you have to say, okay, is the ecosystem able to enable also such innovation? So that I mean, I'm also a big fan of dialogue with completely different faculties. Uh, because like only let's say the design if we consider it to be a good design and uh, a good answer as a product will only make sense if there's a context in which this very idea can really uh, live in uh, and adapt or support in uh, so uh, so and, and and it is difficult for for, for 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 car designers because we were artists and now we are kind of called on a completely different duty <laughs> Could actually, let's say the, and let's not you know put this down to car design, but let's call it a design department in general that have usually in the past built physical products or like you know developed physical products, develop and actually becoming the leader of that thought process of that ecosystem, or do you do you see somebody else in a better shape to to build that kind of ecosystem and the design department will let's say be a high quality internal supplier to then develop these projects. I think generally, and that's what already happens, design organization and department typically stretch uh, their footprint uh, in the company. Uh, and it goes beyond, again, my bumper corners. Uh, like it goes uh, now, like you see in some companies, and that's the case in probably startups, where design organization is basically like the process owner for branding, mm-hmm. uh, for example. So you have that. Uh, and we all want to have a say you now into branding. Uh, it's sometimes challenging in very well established company. We already have like very clear and established marketing functions. But when it 
comes to startups, typically now you have a call and say, okay, probably we will need to work a little bit closer with marketing and uh, have in in a join. Uh, let's say activity, let's say a, a briefing or approval process, uh, but not only, so you have to, 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 to develop into that. Uh, and, and probably soon also with anything related to future mobility uh, systems. So uh, the challenge for, for design teams is on one side still to deliver uh, let's say the basics, huh? like the, but uh, stretch into uh, faculties uh, involving completely different profiles. Huh? That means, uh, for example, the people that I'm looking for uh, today, uh, if I need to hire, are not only the car typical designer. Huh? I want people who probably are not able to design a car, but can think about, let's say, uh, a brand, uh, people that can also are able to educate probably mm-hmm. the top management because that's also a challenge. You have to guide them, huh? like sometimes, uh, let's say, the, the, the shareholder or the, the, the leadership into what is car design if yeah. they want to be part of the decision process. So you will have to also educate. Huh? So, and uh, you will have to uh, also uh, bring, or I don't think like, at least for myself, I wouldn't take process ownership for marketing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a completely different faculty or job, but I definitely want to have a say yeah. and a contribution over the team. Uh, so, uh, and uh, that's coming back today. There's no other chance uh, towards a reinforced collaboration uh, between, let's say, the, the, the different big divisions or faculties in a company. Uh, what cannot happen any longer is uh, all these silos, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, one guy is doing the packaging, another one basically will try to design a car on top of it. And some guys uh, later in sales and marketing will find out, oh gosh, what is this? Uh, should we sell this thing? Uh, that doesn't any longer exist. Huh? Yeah. Like, and I think for many years and it's just, you know, like uh, getting more intensive over the years. Thank you. <laughs> Thank well, you very much. Well. Um, we, well, I, I let you go in five minutes because we have three questions that ah, we ask okay. everybody. Okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, but don't worry. They, well, they, <laughs> well, don't worry about it. So question number one is which creative mind, so this doesn't need to be a designer, could be anybody that you have or have not worked with had a profound impact on you personally? Uh, I don't know. Like maybe I would probably like refer to. Uh, I l- interesting. Remember, like uh, if referring to music, I'm not so much a guy with so f- fun with music, but uh, younger and still, uh, I always had like as a. I'm, I'm not a fan for any singer or group, uh, mm-hmm. not really. But I always had like a lot of respect for a person like um, uh, Kate Bush, for example. No, like he, I mean typical British pop rock. Uh, some may find she screams, you know, like, but uh, we were talking about courage. Uh, that's what I always liked in Kate Bush uh, because she's never really satisfying herself with very conventional and mundane solutions. She's always been trying uh, things, different style, different, you know, like always reinventing uh, and still, of course, backed up with like super high skill level. I cannot judge, but I assume she must be really good at playing piano. But you know, like maybe I would say in terms of mindset, you know, like, you know, like having a sort of level of excellence, uh, but without achieving it, this excellence in a very mundane and 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 conventional way of doing things. Oh, that's what I value the most in the creative process. Question number two, which project that you have not worked on, and this could be, again, anything, doesn't need to be a car, can be anything you can think of, would you have loved to be part of? Apollo program. <laughs> Apollo program. I just love, I can't stop watching like videos, like, uh, or things, you're collecting information, uh, about moon race and you know like up to which kind of switch we'll use in mission control how is it built you know like I, I just think it's fascinating to back then I've managed to have like uh, I think 400,000 people uh, back in the US just 
say, okay, yeah, just because one guy, okay, we, we'd rather go to the moon. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. And with, of course, you know, like a Cold War context, political yeah, yeah. Uh, race and, and stuff like that. And uh, kind of a religion, you know, like really, like a, a sort of modern cathedral. You know, like, the, like it's like Middle Age. And yeah. that would probably any role. It doesn't have to be sketching or stuff like that, but I would have wished to live this kind of period. Last one. And this is going to be really the car question because, you know, you mentioned already your petrol head and I know that you have certain kind of cars as well. Cars, cars, cars. <laughs> If I give you a blank check, yeah. which car would you buy? I mean, if you basically would get into my mind and my, let's say, uh, virtual garage, you know, like... Uh, I would probably get any car. Uh, <laughs> I just love all sort of cars. Uh, now, if you now have to narrow down... Um, doesn't have to be the most expensive car. I have no fun to look at this super famous, you know, like uh, whatever, multi-million dollar car. Uh, I'm not interested about this car so much. Uh, I can have, uh, I love to go, for example, I mean, I'm, I love old timers and I love to go to Retro Classics in, in Stuttgart, which is a very cool exhibition. Uh, unfortunately, not happening this year, but I have the same pleasure to look at the old uh, Audi 100 from the 80s with the green interior and velvet and in mint condition is like for me exactly the same pleasure at looking probably a more fancy Ferrari or, or, or thing like that. So I kind of like all these kind of cars. Um, now, if I would fancy, if I would have only one choice, like that turns to be really hard. Uh, there's only one brand to come to my mind. It's very banal, but I just love Ferraris uh, because there's just something so special about this brand. Uh, today, it's a little bit different, but I still have like, I'm a little bit romantic about this brand and what it was and uh, uh, back in the 60s and even 70s when I was a kid. Now you kind of look after the the cars like you, you used to like as a kid. And I do love this generation of cars. Uh, if actually one, if actually one, and that's already for a long time, uh, it's completely stupid because it has nothing to do with uh, it's with the Ferrari, let's say in the normal side. But if you remember the uh, the four five six Venice, which was basically a coach build uh, variant made in the I think early 2000 or late 90s. Uh, I think Sultan of Brunei and a couple of guys like commissioned these kind of vehicles. Uh, they did a station wagon, <laughs> four, five, six. Yeah. And there's one in London, green. So that's the one I would exactly <laughs> pick. You know, like a green station wagon, four-door Ferrari, because it's exactly not what a Ferrari yeah, yeah. is in people's minds. But this is for me what Ferrari is uh, in terms of... Uh, exclusivity and, and so special and, and in a way completely decadent huh? and for me I mean f uh, so not red yeah. uh, not supercar uh, everything that the Ferrari is not is exactly yeah, the it's, one it's, <laughs> it, it, it's in a way the more Ferraris of the Ferrari <laughs> you know what I mean because like and, and that's probably the car I would probably get in my shop the, the most ultimate car uh, and of course I wouldn't mind a 288 GTO and a Daytona yeah. Ali, okay that's my shopping list thank you very much Benoit really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, and doing that and uh, yeah so to all the listeners thanks for listening in as always to the uh, Gestalten podcast this time with a very special guest Benoit Jacob and with me Martin Groschwald and you will hear back from us very soon thanks for listening and take care